The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jean Jeff Code, and welcome to episode 40 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with author and president of the Government Accountability Institute, Peter Schweizer. Past comments coming back to haunt the Biden administration over major investigations. The New York Times claims President Biden told people he wants the Department of Justice to prosecute Donald Trump in relation to the Capitol riot. The report says, though, it's still not clear what charges would even be brought. Such a claim by the president obviously creates the risk of the DOJ being politicized, but the president's own words about his son Hunter also complicate an ongoing federal investigation. Hunter Biden is currently under investigation for his overseas business deals, but President Biden has claimed Hunter did nothing that was unethical, with the White House now saying it absolutely stands by the president's comments. Here's Biden's chief of staff yesterday. Is the president confident Hunter Biden didn't break the law? Of course the president's confident that his son didn't break the law. Uh, but most importantly, as I said, that's a matter that's going to be decided by the Justice Department, by the legal process. It's something that no one at the White House has involvement in. President Biden has said his son is innocent while his own Department of Justice investigates him. As legal expert Jonathan Turley writes, any effort to investigate Hunter Biden's dealings will lead investigators to encounter repeated references to the president and how he may have benefited from those schemes. At the same time, the president is absolutely standing by his denial that his son did anything wrong or made any money from China. Even the Washington Post, which only covered the Hunter Biden laptop last week, a year and a half after it was first reported, wrote, there's a media reckoning due. Writing yesterday, this series of events has prompted allegations of a cover-up or, at best, a double standard in the treatment of conservative and liberal politicians by mainstream media and social media sites. CBS News reporting that in 2017, a year after then-Vice President Joe Biden left his position, his son got a $1 million retainer from a Chinese energy company for his services as a lawyer. And in fact, Hunter Biden and his firm were involved in multiple financial transactions with this Chinese company that some lawmakers say is an arm of the Chinese government. Joining us right now, Peter Schweizer, president of the Government Accountability Institute and author of Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Good morning, Peter. Great to see you, as always. Good to see you, Jan. As always, good to be with you. You have been tracking the Biden family for years. And what is now being reported by media outlets, you've already discovered through your own investigations. What was the biggest bombshell for you with some of the new information coming out about Hunter Biden? Well, the, I think the most stunning thing is the fact that they collected this money, uh, some $31 million from Chinese entities. And in each and every case, including the million-dollar deal with uh, Chairman Yi that you discussed, each of these individuals have links to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. So this is not just a question of, you know, randomly getting deals. This was, I think, part of an orchestrated effort by Beijing to engage in what they call elite capture. And I would argue they were successful in doing so. And tens of millions of dollars exchanging hands there. President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, I don't know if you heard uh, the interview a minute ago, but he said the president is confident his son did not break the law and that this is a legal matter that's going to be decided by the DOJ. And this is not an issue that the White House has any involvement in. Peter, what's your thoughts about that comment, this legal process? The White House saying, hey, we're not involved, but now 
making themselves involved by saying Hunter Biden's innocent. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, the Department of Justice, of course, is run as part of the Biden administration. And I think what we need is what we had in the Trump administration, which was an independent counsel, when there were allegations that ended up being proven false, uh, that Donald Trump was somehow colluding with Russia, that was investigated independently by Robert Mueller, somebody disconnected with the Department of Justice. We need the exact same standard to apply here with the Biden family. Uh, you're talking about allegations of tax evasion, money laundering, political influence, failing to register as a foreign agent with the Department of Justice because you're engaging in representation activities for foreign governments or entities. Those are all serious charges, and you expect that a Department of Justice run by people appointed by President Biden, right. the father right. of the individual being investigated, uh, is expecting, I think, a bit too much. So we need an independent counsel to make sure, make sure this is looked at uh, fairly and accurately. When you think about that, what, you what you just said, what, you just what are the chances that we're going to see an independent counsel come in? How, how do you see this playing out? How confident are you that the Department of Justice is going to be able to do this, given what you just said? Well, it's interesting, Jan. There's a grand jury that was convened in 2018 that's meeting right now that's looking into these Hunter Biden matters. Uh, that grand jury, the prosecutor, uh, was appointed by President Trump. Uh, to their credit, the Biden administration has not fired him and replaced him with one of their own. But still, even if the grand jury comes back with a recommendation that Hunter Biden be prosecuted, that decision is going to be made by the Department of Justice. And I think their posture has been clear from the beginning. They want this story to go away. They don't want it investigated. They pretend that it's not there. Uh, so I think it's very doubtful uh, that they are going to appoint an independent counsel. They're going to sweep this under the rug. Uh, and what we need is Congress to step up. This is why we have separate branches of government. They should step up, Democrats and Republicans, and insist that this is fairly looked at independently. You had that in the Trump administration. We should have that now in the Biden administration. Also, you know, Hunter received some of these funds allegedly from this Chinese company back in 2017, five years ago. Why are we hearing more about this now with mainstream media? Because remember, just a year ago, the Hunter Biden laptop was labeled as misinformation. Now, New York Times, Washington Post starting to report on the, the, the laptop. Are we about to see subpoenas or charges or a major announcement take place? Uh, I think we're moving in that direction. I think the reason you're seeing the Biden camp talking about this issue before, uh, remember in the past they just ignored it. They pretended that it, it didn't exist. I think there's a very real concern on their part that this grand jury is going to come back with indictments. That was essentially the uh, the theme of that New York Times article where they first acknowledged the laptop was real. Uh, I think they're very concerned that Hunter Biden at a minimum is going to be uh, indicted on uh, charges related to tax evasion. Uh, so they're now talking to their contacts in the media. They're trying to steer the conversation. The big failing here is the mainstream media because when the laptop came out, we obtained a copy of it, and we independently verified it. We checked it against other sources of information we knew to be true that came out at the same time. Things like Secret Service travel logs, financial records released by the U.S. Senate, and they matched up perfectly. Uh, if my organization could do that, the New York Times, Washington Post, and others certainly could have. The bottom line is they chose not to, Jan, and that's, I think, the real problem of the state of the media today. So what is the culpability of the president in all of this? Uh, after all, had it not been for 
his position as vice president when he left office. Would Hunter Biden and uh, Joe Biden's brother have gotten these deals from these foreign companies? No, it's a great question, Jan. I mean, a lot of people are trying to spin this as a Hunter Biden story, and it is, but it's a Biden family story. And, and that really is for a a couple of reasons. First of all, you see a lot of intertwined finances uh, between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. That's very clear on the laptop. Hunter Biden is collecting this foreign money, but he's paying his father's monthly bills and he's also paying some other expenses, things like renovations on his home in Delaware. So Joe Biden is a beneficiary of this money. But at a second level, you see that Joe Biden is meeting with Hunter Biden's business associates uh, from Ukraine, others from China. Um, and Joe Biden has been around the block long enough. He knows that if his son is bringing a foreign actor for a meeting with him into the Obama White House, uh, he's going to find out who that person is. Um, so I'm not buying the argument that Joe Biden was an innocent bystander here. But again, that's why we need to have a thorough investigation, as we did in the Trump matter, as it related to Russia collusion. Peter Schweizer, always great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us this morning here on the National Desk. Have a good one. Thanks, Jan. You too. That's episode 40 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.